0: This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sephardim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit EshelPublications.com. First of all, as academic, it is very nice to be together. Um, I also wonder, you know, everybody says we're, you know, we're us that litinous at for the internet. I wonder if we're also not us that we didn't use the internet enough. You know, it, 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 there's so much opportunity out there, and things that would have been impossible and unthinkable, uh, the tibuk and getting together and uh, learning together and schmoozing together, it's an, it's an incredible tool, and HaShem, uh, someday it'll be all good. So um, it, it, it's something that I, I hope never to take for granted. Having come from an age when a rotary phone was still a chiddush, I, I'm, uh, it's, it's something I shouldn't take for granted. Okay, let's, um, I'd like to be misboned a little bit into the uh, Amalek, something about Amalek. It's it's a topic that's kind of uh, so worn out, but the truth is a lot of times things that are worn out, it's because you always scrape the surface, never get a sense for something deeper. Um, one uh, caveat, I guess, or it, I'm not sure the, if, the, if everyone here is um, very comfortable with Hebrewisms, Yiddishisms, if there are words that I'm using or terms that kind of are just not clear, please interrupt, um, I, I assume it to be interactive to some degree, and on the other hand, if you feel I'm, I'm over-explaining, I, I'm just not comfortable, not familiar with who the Olam is and, and, what, the, and the, what they have before and what not. Okay, if you look at the parasha of Mechias HaMolek, which is what we're going to be reading on Shabbos. There are two or three elements that that are really stand out as being um, awkward, strange. Amolik was bad. We're supposed to kill them out, wipe off the face the earth. It starts with a pep talk of Zahar, as Amolik. Like, remember what they did to you. Um, yes, it's true that if time passes, it's like it's like let's say the, the Holocaust, If we wouldn't keep talking about it and we wouldn't have maybe wouldn't pursue the Nazis with such diligence. But this is the generation of the Midbar. It, it should have been arousing, you know, because of what they did. It starts by saying Zacher, which is kind of um, almost the opposite of what you would want. And then it says, When Saka Nesh lets all the enemies, down, you know, settles you down in the Yisrael no enemies and you're settled comfortably in the Yisrael so I can understand that there's a practical need to wait for tactical reasons you know they're a difficult enemy it's diffi- you know you don't want to strike against them unless you're prepared and comfortable and settled and fortified etc. etc. But that shouldn't be part of the mitzvah. You know, these are the three crucial Psukim of um, one is the mitzvah to remember what they did. The second is what they did, Tashikarchabadera. And third of all, the right and most appropriate time is when you settle in Israel, all the enemies that have subsided and now you know, if it's tactical, that's something that should have been decided by the chief of staff um, you know, kind of. when They had a, a meeting. They should have decided, you know, they're too strong now. We need to settle in. This shouldn't be a core aspect of the mitzvah. So, so we have two points in the Psukim that really need and test our uh, our um, sense of what is it exactly that we're trying to accomplish. Um, if it's just a bitter enemy to get rid of, both both of these elements are not are not appropriate. The Gemara says the Alocha is. That until you don't have a um, until you don't have uh, a king, you don't battle Amalek. The Rambam, when he speaks about um, a he doesn't bring Amalek as a uh, an independent entity of uh, you know kind of its its own uh, its, its, it's it's a mitzvah to, to destroy Amalek, so on and so forth. The um, the Rambam brings it only a hilchas Molachim. This is not a mitzvah, and the king is meant to be a a sort of a, a, you know it's a, sort of a, a tactical need. It's perik hamishav's Molachim is mitzvah, and he goes on to what Muhammad' mitzvah is, and he has two things. He says dalit. Mitzvah's Aseh Lahachrim Shiva Amin. There's a Mitzvah's Aseh to Lahachrim means destroy totally. Hachrim um, tachrim means to totally destroy. Shiva Amin. Shenema hachrim tachrime. So that's the first mitzvah of, of a king to do. Excuse you know, me one minute. I just need to get something to go to the door. for half hour, I'm, I'm doing a video I'm s- sorry, it's not, it's not a no, no, I just need It shouldn't be on it because it keeps picking up. close the door okay, so it's something that I need to um, we need to understand, there's two mitzvahs here, first of all there's a mitzvah that says, shiva amin to destroy the shiva amin now, the Ramam says about that if there's even one of them that you didn't kill, if you happen to find one of them, over below sase, So the Zion he calls Hachre, which is the Pasik, and he also makes it clear that every individual of those you're liable for them. Secondly, he says, then the next halacha, he is. The Khain essay La Abed Zechra Malik. The Mitzvah's essay is to destroy the remembrance of a molik. Mitzesse La Hachrim is how he describes it. And Mitzis essay la abedzeha malik. Shenema timcha seha malik. So so these are not exactly the same activities. This is hachrim, which is to destroy physically, completely, not leave any zechrim, and then there is so it's not it, it, the, the mitzvah is something deeper. Then he says, essay so we need to remember uh, what he did, um, and that becomes a mitzvah in itself. He doesn't what, he, what what's, what's, um, what's missing here is he doesn't repeat the there doesn't seem to be any type of um specific Isser on leaving over one Amalekim um there are to be honest the Chinuch who tends to go to Rambam it it does seem to mention it talks there is room in Halacha to go back and forth on this one but certainly the way the Rambam presents the Halacha um is is it appears almost as if it's worse the Zion the design the, the Eretz Yisrael needs to have hachrim tachrimim, and needs not even one to be left over and amolek is someone that he says we're mitzvah to destroy them doesn't bring that there's an iser to and, and there's no pasik for that like the doesn't say it says only over there so it's really something that we need to um, to think about and understand, because it it it'll, it means that the mitzvah of z- mechias amolek or mechias shiras is something very different than the other mitzvahs of killing enemies and so on. So let's let's take let's think a little bit about this. It's it's not an easy topic, but it's something that uh, to understand it you need to go in a bit into it. It says that. The tsura of Yaakov is Chokuk on the kisei kavod. In other words, the image of Yaakov is engraved in the kisei kavod. Um, it, it, the, the simplest meaning of that is that Yaakov Avinu, the very you know, he was a, a symbol of kedusha and etc. and kedosh Israel, and Yaakov is chok on kisei kavod. What's um, what's remarkable is. The, the the matter says that Yaakov Avinu, that Yehuda, did not want to kill Esav head on, and it says because his klesd upon him was doimer to the klesd upon him of Yaakov. Um, his facial features were like Yaakov, and that's why the matter says it says yotcha be oiref oyevecha your hand, Yehuda's hand shall be in the back, in the nape of, 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 of your enemies because the enemy that you want to vanquish, Esau, Ramolik by extension, can, will have to come from the back it's because his face is is similar to Yaakov it, and it's you can't, you can't kill your father so says so you have to do it. So Esau was a twin, was identical to a twin who had features Similar to Yaakov. It says that it says that a blind man is allowed to live with his wife, because even though he can't see her, but he recognizes the voice. Voice recognition is, is halachically acceptable in terms of recognizing the person. Um, Yitzhok did not recognize Yaakov's, even though it says a kol, kol Yaakov, Rashi says it was the content of the speech. The Baruch Hashem, the Hashem, you know, you know, Hashem, the the Hashem was the problem there. there wasn't, there wasn't just like his feeling his, his hands, you know, it was this hair, but 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 the voice, um, it was it was the words that betrayed him, but not not the voice itself. So Yaakov and Esav were very very similar in appearance. So the same surah that you have in the Kisei Akvod of Yaakov, really is Esav. they um, It's something that needs to have a, a some of what, what that's all about. So, um, let's understand the concept of a tsura. Um, it's, a, it's a concept that the morale uses many times. It's, it's a Greek concept of what's called Platonic ideals. Um, but it, it goes as follows. Um, we, we there, there are everything in the physical world are objects that have a substance to it and um, so, so i i have a table with all sorts of stuff on the table and that could be scientifically described as a table a table is composed of certain material it has a certain shape even it has a certain size all of that fits into what's called homer what's called things but if i walk into a room and I say, oh, there's a banquet going on. Um, companies expect it. What happened? Those are all. I'm referring to the the collective um, what's called sura or form that the objects present. So uh, you um, a robot can describe the the um, a robot can describe the table as being size, composition, um, amount of dishes, layout of dishes, but that's it. A person says, well, all this together spells out a banquet, or, or whatever it is, the, an auction. The 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 tzura means there is an ideal that the pieces together form that, but it's above it. In human features, um, most of the person... Is um, kind of can be described by a by a robot, and it's and it's not really different than the facts. So and so is this height, this width, this size, this um, complexion, and so on. But when I look at a person's face, I see character of sorts. I see tsuru, I see something about the entire person there. The physical entities in this world. Are all what's what we called Homer. And so, whereas Plato deals with ideas like circles, like color, like shape, and so on and so forth, we'll, we'll put all that into the basket of Homer. These are things in the world. And those things add up to an ideal, something that is. The, the details are examples of it. So, for instance, we speak of an ideal like justice, generosity, things like that. The, 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 the piece of bread that is the generosity that I'm giving is an example of it it's the physical example but but the ideal is an ideal that rises above it the concept of an ideal is something that really um, in the Bria is a Baruch Hu, the concept of Tov that giving the bread to the poor person holding myself in not to do things that I would like to do um I, I, and and thinking about Akadosh Baruch all of these are tov, and it's the and it's the ultimate ideal in the Bria. The Umas ha'olam, their lack, their shortcoming, is that they are, um, they are lacking, they're deficient in the concept of an ideal. So. Um, the most, the most primitive resistance to ideals is appetite. A person enjoys, you know, pleasures and things, and therefore he lives for his chocolate, for his this, for his that, and that's that. Um, a little bit, fi- a little bit, maybe a step more refined would be tension, um, covet, things of that nature. But by and large, in the big picture all of these are a non-spiritual existence because they're material. And where the material is even enjoying music. Music is beautiful, it's nice, but if it stays as the the enjoyment of the music, as long as my enjoyment, we'll all consider that part of the material world. In the Umar um, Sa'olam, as the entire world sort of fell short, each one sort of has its own little corner, and it's busy with itself and its thing, and that's that. Um... The the there is the tzura of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu is described in Chazal as being kadosh, l'ro'ach keri miyamov. The, the description of someone that like Ravina Kadosh when he when he died, shnei goyim Kadosh is the example, someone who lifted up his fingers and said, "I wasn't ne'ne from anything. My my life had no, it wasn't satisfied by any." physical thing. And Kedusha means that which transcends that which is here and, and, and that's that idea. It's measured with things like Monsieur Snafish. A person a, a person draws back from food on a tainis, from a, his wife when she's a need, from from from, 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 from kavod that he doesn't need. And and the person is, is headed towards an ideal that that transcends the world around him. That is Klal Yisrael. and there's a zelu said to it. There's only one nation who is portrayed as having miserus nefesh. All the nations that fought against Klal Yisrael, and there were plenty of them, or all of them, they were. They, they their reasoning was physical. Mitzrayim said, "Hey, we're raising a fifth column here." Um, you know, it's either us or them. They, they, they've got brawn and brains. Let's harness them and let's make them work, and we'll have these great cities, and they'll take and they'll do the work for us. Uh, the, the, the people living in Israel were not keen on, on having to relocate. They, they liked it quite well in Israel, and they weren't interested in making vida, so they resisted. The natural. It pushed them, and all of them. It, it was. It, it, it was all about things, and that was the type of Muhammad. There's only one nation that, that the only excuse, Amalek has no excuse. And their excuse was, like Ambati Rosachas, we will show Laman Ha'emes. Laman, an ideal to be Mosenefish and to show that it's not. The truth is not Kalinsurul and it's, and, and it's Sheker. That was something that, in a sense, was parallel. To Klal Yisrael, um, it wasn't a step beneath Klal Yisrael. It was something where his tsura, he had a tsura, and that tsura w- was exactly like the same tsur Tzartis Hakovit. But 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 it, 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 there was a parallel to it. There's one. There is one shorish fit in the bria that is extraordinarily eerily similar. The nachash. Came to Chava and he said um, you know it, 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 he, I mean Chazal pointed out he was he was jealous he, he, but in the Psukim if you take a look at it all he said was she said well I've got this issue with God and he said no if you eat from it the cuff in Hebrew is an extraordinary letter The, 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 Lashon Kodesh is obviously an extraordinary language, and we, the prepositions in Lashon Kodesh are attached to the word. And you have Bachlam, and Beis, Lamid, and Mem are three letters that describe a dependency to, of, uh, 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 in something. Hashem, Hashem, La'ashem, Me'ashem describe an Elohim. And Erel is one of those three. He trusts in God, he knows everything comes from God, and, and, and uh, he's, he's headed towards Hashem. Th- those letters describe a connection. Ka Hashem describes I don't need you, I can replicate what you've done. And I can be like it. And that's what the Nachas said. The Nachas said, you know, w- 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 at this point, at this junction, we have a um, we have a a choice. We can either be Hashem provides for us the concept of Tov and Ra. He provides the Tzura for the Bria. And we are a little Tatalach sort of putting the pieces. Somebody tells us how to set the table. We're the guys who set the table. Or we can run a parallel universe with our sense of Tov and Ra. It's the most extraordinary Koach HaNefesh of Ra that there is. We say, okay, pointed out, and remarkable how there are Muslims in Tayra. Chazal say in, in two places that I've found, it says that the word AF, um, the word AF is used by the Nachash and by Haman. That's one Hazal. Um, the, the and and it says two other things. It says Korach uh, and it says also the, the Sar Um But the word Af means kind of in spite. when I mean, you can say Afalpi. You know, Al Apech Val Hamasech means in spite of you. Um, I, it's in your face. That's that's the reason for it. And there's another and and one more place the Chazal make the two parallel and, and only those two. It's it's a Chazal. It says that. Um, it's, it's, Chazal, it's in, Rabba, in Bamidba, Yudalif, Yudalif. It says that um Baruch Hu, there are two that who waited seventy Psukim for the downfall. The Nochesh's downfall is after seventy Psukim in um, in the in Brachis and Haman's downfall is after seventy uh, Psukim in the Megillah. Chazal make that that's, that's a remnant that Khazal gave us. The, the, the significance is obviously that this stands apart from Ayn Umos. It's a very different nature. Both the Nochesh and Haman have that same type of, um, of Mahalach. The um, So the, the Nochesh and Haman both of them were someone that their point was to be um, to to extract a kashbaru from being the ultimate surah of the world, there are things in the world that can create their own concept of tov and ra in a way that is parallel. Kashbaru doesn't need a Let's go back and let's and let's uh, talk over the the the, the, the Rambams that we spoke about and so on, and and the psukim. Amolek, um, a ra. It, it, when you talk about self-satisfaction and gratification. is each man to its own. I don't have a nod that you're sitting there with that soda and those and and, and whatever it is that you have and you're eating it. Each man eats his own. So anytime when you talk about somebody where the problem lies in, in an avera of, of something of self, that's not going... that each yachid is liable. It's a, it, it just the group is just a, 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 a sort of it it, it, it's a, um, it adds a dynamic, but it doesn't create anything. If you have a group of a hundred people that are freses they eat a lot. As a group, maybe it's more pleasant. But each one's eating because he's eating. When you have a molly, so so the umes, the, umis, the Zion um, are very depraved. But the depraving never crossed over to being an ideal. It, it was a, a depravement. So each one in itself is an element of Ra, and that's why it has to be destroyed. And that's what Hachim, Hachim deals with physical objects, like by Ochan when they made a Cherem, it, it's it's the, the main point is the physical objects. Amalek exists, the Amalek we're talking about exists as the concept, as the Tzura. It's only Shaykh to the ummah, And that's why a Zohar Shos Amalek you need to remember what Amalek did because it, it, it's not the, the each muleke that came with a gun against you. That's not the Malik that we're looking to to, to to destroy with with this with this target. We're looking to, for the idea of a nation that presented an alternative of to our baruch Hu. And that was only true at the national level, and it's own. And that's why you want to be maicha Malik. You You need to you need to conjure up the ideal that they set. And destroy it. Destroy each one as, as an element that forms the ideal, rather than each one a, 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 in a personal life. Um And that, that's a drama. And that's why it says, In order to do that, we need to have the tzura of a nation ourselves. Until we're not an ummah then we're not this, as long as we're partisans. It's each one's battle on its own. When we have a melech, which gives us a sur of an ummah, we now have the ability to, to then the whatever we do against a Molik is 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 happening at the national level rather than at the personal level. I want to add one more then and just maybe kind of compare something to it um it rashi says he brings it says it 's a ghazal that a Molik in the parsha comes right after the parsha of mishkolos. You're not allowed to have weights that have been um, tampered with. So it says, if you tamper with the weights, then I bring a molly. You know, it, it, like Rashi says, then you got to worry about a molly. Okay, I mean, tampering with scales and weights is is not various. So is stealing. So is a lot of other things. I think the pshat is, when a person steals, it's I saw an object, I liked it, and I took it. When I tamper with weights and measurements, I'm tampering with the tsura. What is today? What is what is a kilo? What's a pound? What's a meter? What's a limb? Th- that's that's a. In, in, in a in, it's a destruction of emes that's much deeper. The willingness to destroy a the willingness to destroy standards is a much worse avera. Than taking taking a thousand dollars means I had a type of a thousand dollars. Destroying standards means I don't believe in emas and sheker. I believe there can be an alternate pound, an alternate something. I'd like just to finish off with something practical because we we don't do a moloch every year for an enemy that we don't really know. And Bez Hashem will be no gear very soon. We'll have malchus back and everything back. But but we need to talk about it in ways that are relevant to us. And I think there's something extremely shayachtas. For many, many years, um, you know, m- my kids grew up in Israel and they have these little storybooks with, with all about goyim and Jews and stuff like that. And the goyim is always big, drunk, mean um, and so on. Um, which was pretty much the case in, in, in Eastern Europe for, for the longest of times. The other was physical people who, who opted out of the faith, did it for you know for, for, for pragmatic reasons they they wanted to get to medical school this that the other thing it, it was you know it, it, the, the umas that we were fighting were pressed and it was a tough battle because there was a lot of pressure, physical pressure and poverty and you know a, a persecution but that was the type of enemy. We're living in a civilized country. And, and 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 a well civilized country and a well civilized you know Western society has become incredibly more civilized and with a lot that's positive, but the problem starts when you present things that are wrong from a Torah view, and you present it in a way that that cuts it, it cuts into ideals about being nice to people, uh, recognizing the other, and so on and so forth. We begin to struggle in some ways worse because the, the, the idea of a standard, of something that's right or wrong, and no matter how pleasant or unpleasant, that's the way it is. The idea that the only one that can decide what is right ultimately is a Baruch Hu, and that Tov and Ra is not relative term, it's not even whether it makes particularly sense to me, quote unquote, or not. There is right and there is wrong, as a Kachsh Baruch said, because the tzura of tov and ra is only a Kachsh Baruch, and for the most refined and best of people, the ultimate Sahara is to start tinkering when I don't see it that way. It's 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 an assignment that we have, and, and therefore the 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 the, 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 um, the threat to Kaloyesro is at its best, not at its worst. We're talking about a tzura that parallels Yaakov's tzura. I, I, in, in on the case I covered that it's almost indistinguishable from Yaakov Same, you know, if Jacob looked nice and kashif and whatever it is, Esav looked pretty much. Yehuda didn't feel comfortable and you know hitting him in his in his front because of that. It, it's important for us to recognize that the ultimate science will be at the level of the ideals, not at the level of of of, of, of coarse material stuff and. Um, we need to be schasek and recognize that, you know, the emiss is emis. I, I would like just to, I don't know, go, I'm running over a bit, but I grew up still at the tail end. I mean, I'm not that old, but I still remember when communism was considered by the greatest and most wonderful people as being extremely noble. Um, and, you know, the it, 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 generation before mine, people were most ineffish for it. And, and 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 even there were some extraordinary khashrabun who, who who sympathized greatly and and it and it runs on the jugular of some wonderful things caring for the other um, recognizing the, the value of every person nominally that's where it came that the, the, the you know caring for each person and so on it it, it ran <coughs> on some very very strong threads of tov and it said it it presented itself as an alternative um and, and it's, it, you know, Nazism was the coarsest and, 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 and the lowest of society. And Communism was, in many ways, some of the most noble, most beautiful, and smartest, most intelligent people. And we today recognize it in hindsight, from the back, we recognize it as self. In, in, in every way. Every, it it's not only was a wrong ideal, it, it was a churm but, but it presented itself very not like that. And, and, and it's important to remember it's easy for us to destroy the idols of a generation ago but for, for each and every generation faces own things that appear to be appropriate, right um, and, and, and sort of riding along things that speak well with us Um Baruch should give us the seich das to recognize the tov and the ability to see through the, any, anything that attempts to present a pseudo-tov and we should be zeicher. It's not the particular Amalekim that they're interested in destroying. It's it's the zeicher Amalek. It's it's the idea that something can appear in the world as ultimate truth, as as truth or capital when when it, when, it, when it simply is a mirror image of of Yaakov, a hair image. what take questions or anything? Or that's a question. What if, yeah. if if Yehuda couldn't recognize from the front because it looked like his father, and only from the back? We can see communism in retrospect. So how do we apply what the was saying? How do we recognize from the front when there's an ideal which is threatening us or which is compromising or which is contrary to Torah? How do we know so what... I, I'll it's... tell you a fascinating vignette. Um, one of the people that was very, very... Um, that was pro-communism was Rabitz For those of you who haven't heard, Rabitz he was one of the dolem in Europe um, in the early part of, he, he was lifted in the early part of the uh, 20th century. He was in many ways considered Talmud Chachem on par with Reb Chaim Briska. We have some of these he did not have that many Talmudim, but even Ritzala Panovich was one uh, uh, of the great ones. And he, and he very much sympathized to the degree that when the communists came in, they didn't touch him because he was recognized as, as being sympathetic. But he said something very fascinating, why, even though he very sympathized with them, he, he felt it was wrong. He said, "Choshen Mishpat is one quarter of Torah. And it's built on the premise of personal ownership. So he said, an ideal which, which, which circumvents um, a, a, a whole Chelech HaShobaruch is wrong. Even if I can't spot the points, but halachically, by halachic standards, it's wrong. And, and, and we need to understand sometimes, if the halach is clearly wrong, then as sympathetic as we are, we have to just say, it's wrong. And, and, and sometimes halacha is a bigger check than, is, than sort of musr, in that sense. And as Ritzel said, my heart goes with them. Um, another example, in a very different way, the chazanish. Um, there were Kanoim yoshalayim that wanted the chazanish to, um, to be on their side, to, to I, I don't know what it was exactly, it's not clear from the letter, they wanted him to be involved in some sort of Kanoa's project. And he writes a letter, it's published in the third Helech of of the Igris. He says, the heart of every God-fearing Jew resonates with your call. He says, However, he says, I've learned Torah under extraordinarily difficult circumstances and duress, and I've learned to weigh everything with Seichel, with the Seichel of Torah, and it just doesn't add up. In other words, my heart says yes, my seichel says no, it's wrong. The seichel of having learned halachas and learned how to weigh things objectively. So sometimes that that becomes the guide for us. And it's a lot of times, we do live in two worlds. We live in a world of the, the, the specific laws of Torah, and we live in the world of the musar of Torah, the morality. And each one has is a component that adds something to it. Sometimes halacha just acts as a check and says, you know what? It, it, it's wrong, it can't be. And, uh, I had a very interesting case. Uh, you talk talking about Ursula Ponovich's case. Um, somebody came to me with a prenuptial agreement many years ago. Um, s- somebody who's father insisted on a prenuptial agreement. There is a the prenuptial agreement that Rev. Willig has put out that is extremely good, halachically sound, and appropriate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's certainly good. This was somebody who was marrying a girl from a very wealthy home, I think the girl's father had been burnt with all sorts of lawsuits. I don't know exactly what the story was. But he came with a prenuptial agreement that was a dozen pages. It, it needed a lawyer except for the fact that basically after reading through it, the bottom line was the couple have no financial interactions whatsoever. Each one has its own assets, resources, income, expenses, and it's it, it, the only thing they share is, is the bedroom. Nothing, No finances, nothing like it. I told him, I said, you know what? technically it's it's in, in money you can make almost any conditions you want but I said you've basically been okra a masechta from Torah Ksubis is gone the Sub the, the is the, if I, if I told him I said I am willing to do it if there will be no kriyas under the chopo because it's a farce so if you want to do that and you want to do salatushin I will skip kriyas ksubus but I really felt it was wrong because you're undermining um uh, Evanes, you're undermining a whole chiluk of Torah. You're not, you know, the, the type of enough that the ruling has is is just is it actually reinforcing what the is, and 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 it's it's addressing a very specific issue. This was something where it's telling me there's no there's no there's no financial bonding at, at marriage. Chazal said not like that. The whole the whole monos of ksuba is the financial arrangements. So, so you know, and and. Um, it, uh, it's so uh, sometimes the dry halacha becomes the guide to us, you know. It, it's like it's like when you want to know who's the Esau, Sometimes you have to take the fingerprints. You know, they both speak nicely, both talk the talk, and they both sound impressive. You know, the, the, that's why Chazal, for instance, said that Esau has the Chaz, you know. It's like the chazo has the foot. It, 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 he's demonstrably kosher. He, he you know, he, he it, it's, you know, it, it, it's the hidden part that we have a problem. With. Okay, so Felchopurim and. Uh, we so should. much, we appreciate it very, very much. Okay, all the best. Call to Bye. Thank you.